This podcast is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbro and is a production of VI Alliance Copyright 2019. And this chart-busting hit, Alone Leave Me, courtesy of New Threads, is available everywhere. Hi, this is Julie and I am here with Susan and we finally have another fun Kabbalion podcast to shoot in here. And I have my book with me because I don't know where we're going with it. Well, the theme of this podcast is the Kabbalion and you. And first of all, I'd like to place a disclaimer on that title because really it should be the Kabbalion and us because we are all part of the all. We are all the all. Yet, if we put the Kabbalion in us, it might be, you know, misinterpreted as a political statement oh. or whatever, you know, who knows? But anyway, <laughs> the funny thing about using us versus you and talking about the all versus someone specific is people want to know what do you mean? And what me. About me? What exactly. About me? What about me? Exactly. We could have done, done a podcast on the Kabbalion and Trump. Mm-hmm. That would have been an interesting That's one to talk about. Coming soon. <laughs> so there you go. There's a little teaser for that. And in the gist of the Kabbalion by Three Initiates itself, we've had you know a lot of feedback. A mm-hmm. lot of people are on board. A lot of people are reading it and listening to our podcasts. Mm-hmm. And you know, please send in any comments. We say that all the time. We're also looking at it and looking at it and integrating it and expanding with it and it changes and i I don't want to put words in your mouth susan but what i would say is for me at least i've read this a number of times Mm -hmm. and i will keep reading it a number of times and every time i go into it it's just a a fascinating symphony of energy that just surrounds you and just for you to interpret and for you to absorb and for you to start to understand more about how you're living your life. Mm-hmm. And so with this podcast and some of the others that are coming, I want to really look at how you use the Kabbalion in your life and how you use it when you don't even know that you're using it. And so now go ahead. So, it, well, it's interesting that you put it that way because we have another book that we did called How Trump Wins, and it's by you and I. It's not other books that have similar or the same title. And we actually enjoy doing that, taking concepts Mm-hmm. In, this, in that one in particular, it's science concepts and energy, and we apply it to Trump. Right. And we don't, it's not if you like him or not. But right. it's interesting because that's what I think you and I have the most fun doing, is that taking generic, I want to say either proven concepts uh, or concepts that are based on proven ideas and expand on it. And of course, I am more of a the type of a learner that if I can apply it then I can I can use it right I can figure out how to use it for myself and I think you and I work really well doing that if I am Mm -hmm. so inclined to say (laughs) (laughs) well the nature of the Kabbalion is so potent that you can pick it up and you can go what is this Mm mm-hmm 
and then it just kind of moves like the Kabbalion itself. Right. So there's so many layers to it exactly. in and of itself, and then it appears around you. And I think kind of tackling how it appears around you and understanding what's occurring in that energy is so useful. So one thing I would like to say at this point is when you say you go back into it and each time you peel another layer. It's interesting because, and I know I keep saying interesting and I'm trying to find another word, but that's, it just grabs my attention that we're not adding layers. Each time you go into it, you actually, you, it's more and more simplified, which I tend to understand that the more simpler something is, <laughs> the more deeper it is and the more powerful it is. And so when you say that, I, I just, for me, I'm, I'm pulling away another layer. I'm not well, adding layers to it. When no, no, about that's layers, not It's pulling right. away. Well, to me, it's kind of like exercising an awareness muscle. And it keeps getting stronger and stronger and expanding and more powerful. And when you start to look around you, I mean, William Walker Atkinson was just amazing how all of this came together. And when you start to look around you, you can really see and understand the Kabbalion right in front of your eyes in, in different practices. And so we've been doing some podcasts today, and in the break you were talking about some of some things in your personal life, and you were actually talking along the lines of the principle of rhythm. And, and you know, I started to kind of laugh at one point because I thought, well, you know, we could have done this as a podcast, but then you'd be sharing with the universe all about, your, you know, the personal stuff going on in your life. Yet... Polarity was in there, and rhythm, and cause and effect, and talking about what was happening a year ago at this time, and, and where the effect is right now, and this is, to me, a very intangible yet visible evidence of the energy of the Kabbalion at work in your life and with you. Whether you kind of want to sit in that or not, and I'm not just picking mm -hmm. on you, I'm saying generically anyone, and, and it happens with my life as well, I see that. Mm -hmm. I see something occur, and almost understanding that I see something occur puts me in that level of the laws and where the laws are. And understanding that I'm actually can be up there and working with the laws. And I use that kind of metaphorically, you know, talking about the level and be up there and working with the laws. But when you take those concepts and then you move into it with the concepts, it, you know, it's, I think one part of uh, the book near towards the end, it kind of talks about, you know, aspects of a game in a way it just kind of gives an, a, a little <laughs> bit of an in, inference to that and it's very um, kind of surreal in that sense when you get out of the whole aspects get out of it that you're trying to understand the Kabbalion and you actually relax into the aspect of it occurring all around and even within you mm -hmm. it's immensely powerful so one part that um that we started. <laughs> I just put my hands over because we're taking, you know, Julie and I are actually also working on another project with the Kabbalion. Mm -hmm. And we've been um, 
And it's really fun. It's really fun. I know I've been told I'm not allowed to say much about it, so I'm not going to. But there was a note that I just took out because it's something I am personally, I won't say struggling with, but so I want to bring it up because I think it's really important and it's completely in alignment with what you're saying. And it really, uh, it talks about the divine paradox. And it, and it says that while the universe is not, still it is. And, um, and I'm quoting, it said, one should not be foolish and recognize half-truths, but should understand the two poles of truth, which is the absolute and the relative. And I, I struggled with this because, as you said, every time I read it, I, I, my focus my perspective is adjusted again. And so when I read this, it's like we know the truth that we are all and we are, you know, the universe is mental, but even before the universe is mental, we are all the universe. I mean, mm -hmm. we, are, we are all, you know, the all. We are right. the all. But part of the book says that we, since we are finite and we do not, we are not the all. And it was like one of those, hold on a minute, we're going to go on. I'm like, wait a minute, my whole world just went blah. And it's and, and so to your point of what you're saying, talking about being here and the conversation <laughs> that we had, and I'm not going to go into my personal life and airing out my laundry because, you know, it's that would be another podcast maybe, <laughs> you know, not for here. Anyways, is that we, it is also the relative truth. And it, and it really is paradoxical because we know that this is all mental, yet we still live in this plane. And you can't, and, the, and, and that's when it says you can't live in a half-truth. You, you have to understand that, yes, we are part of the all, but we still live in this plane. And therefore, these principles are going to apply to us. Because if we are the all, then they wouldn't apply to us. And, and, and as the principles apply to us and to you, the principles also apply to the principles. Right. Which is mind-blowing. Right. Which is awesome. Well, that's when you get further along, because you're doing... You're, I'm not going to give it away again, but you're more into the depth of the principles where I'm at the depth of the all. Right. And we're both having our own struggle. I want to say struggles, but because the more that you... And so that is what the master does. He, The master can use the... Understand the principles, but can use the principles to offset the principles. Mm-hmm. Which is which is a, a beautiful activity to understand and, and to kind of cohabitate with. Hey folks, Julie and I do a whole lot of talking, but you know, a lot of that comes from self-reflection and really looking at our lives and things that didn't make sense. And we sat down and figured out the questions that were important to us and some of the philosophy behind it. And we put it together in a journal. Ooh. Check it out. And who doesn't love a good journal? Get your favorite pen and just get writing. 
Hi, this is Susan, and I have to say that doing podcasting was something new to me. I do talk a lot, but when we first started off, Julie and I sat down and decided that we were going to put it in audio. When you listen to it, here's the little nugget that you have to find, is I was eating potato chips. So listen for the squeaky chairs and potato chips. Then you'll know I was there. So remember, it's not only wine and cheese that we have at these affairs, it's potato chips. Spot. <laughs> but I think it's important to understand what I just said mm -hmm. to understand what you're doing. I'm I'm not I'm well, saying and because if we because I said if I'm part of the all and the all is not governed by these laws because the all is the you know and so we're not the all because we are governed by these laws. We are subject to these laws. And I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. So, so in your sentence, you know, even when you're doing the, the you're, you're absorbing the, the energy of the Kabbalion in, in many multifacets of ways, in your sentence, the, the words start to change meaning because the right. we, the we's yes. that you were talking about are yeah. two different we's. Exactly. And in the duality of it being two different we's, you entered into the principles into the principles. It's, so, so it's almost you, like there's two conversations. You, have, you can talk about the all, but we still are living with, and governed, and I don't know, the, by the principles. Well, when you're talking about the all and the not all, I guess you're saying, then you're in duality again, which is the kind of a joke. So when you're in the duality of that, do you want to be in the duality of either the all or the not all? Or do you want to be in the duality of the principles that give you the all or the not all? Oh. And so it becomes very enigmatic in what your words are that you can't, it's almost like, and I, I don't know, I, I've expressed to you how I've had this experience and I've traveled a bit and I've had different languages and I've been, um, I've learned different languages, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not fluent in, in any mm -hmm. languages and yet I know bits and pieces and the culture and stuff like that and I've been present in the culture, the country and the language and I don't have any book knowledge or understanding right. of words. And even in my dreams and my conscious and my unconscious, things come to me that I should not know. And I've dreamt in Italian, I've dreamt in Japanese, where things are occurring. I'm speaking Japanese. I did teach English in Japan. Yet I'm speaking Japanese. And what's going on in the background is completely in Japanese. So one may ask, how does that occur? And if I go into the element of trying to really tackle and nail down the specifics and the logic, now I'm in duality, I lost it. And so it almost is better for me to work in the principles and not be so caught up in the principles. And yet know that I'm working the principles, but not say, okay, today I'm right. doing this principle. Right. So the, the minute, and then that goes back into, you know, go to our ancient text podcast, that goes back into Lao Tzu. The minute I start defining something, I lost it. Right. It goes back into Taoism. And there's a beautiful energy in all of that that just is, you know, kind of saying, you know, just be present and exist. And when things are occurring, and sometimes things occur, and you're like, oh, crap, and what's going to happen? And you don't know, and do we know? And, and, you know, really, that's a huge question because when you're looking at the Kabbalion and you and life around you and what you're perceiving, understanding, knowing, interpreting, 
it keeps changing. It keeps changing. And all the principles, you know, work in and of themselves, but also together. Mm -hmm. And so accessing that energy without getting caught in duality, I mean, can be so, again, I go into a powerful and magnetizing and exciting and... It's almost like you, you can't think about it, which is funny because you can't think about it or you do think about it. You're in duality again, but then you're in, well, isn't the all mind? I mean, you can have these wonderful so paradoxical... That's, and that's exactly what I was saying is that Hermes in the uh, the Divine Paradox addresses exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I kept going, and, and actually before that, the, the, you know, the mental universe... And when he talks about the all, I was like, wait a second. All of a sudden, what I thought I understood, I realized there's aspects to this and there's another level of depth that I actually was reading it and this this time around, I'm like, wait a second. I just got to stop. And I tried to sit with it and I couldn't. Mm -hmm. And I said, let me just continue reading and I'll go back and revisit it. And it's interesting because... When I'm going through this and, and as I'm interpreting it, and that's what it is, it's just my interpretation, is that the minute that you live in the universe is mental and that's the only place you exist, you're living in a half-truth. And that's what I get. And, and you went full circle to express exactly what was going on, what was going through my mind, because you can't almost get lost. And it says in here, and I I can't exactly find where, that you can lose yourself. Mm -hmm. Here it is again. Trump's in the news. He's in the news? What could he be in the news for now? (laughs) He's always in the news. Every time you turn around, it's something coming from the mass media. But, you know, nobody talks about the real stuff. Well, somebody does. That's right. Check out our podcast, Oprah versus Donald. Oprah, can you hear us? You're wondering what's it about? You can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hey, Julie, do you remember the old Tootsie Roll Pop commercial? It's how many bites does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll Pop? Oh, yes. Okay, you do remember that. How many rings does it take to get someone to answer the door on Halloween? Depends on if you have candy or not. Well, how many clicks does it take to get the Halloween trivia ebook? Just a one. Just a one. Get yours today. Susan, what? This Kabbalion podcast is great, but it's kind of sort of like we're in a class. I know. So how can you learn more if you're in a class and you're kind well, of listening guess, along? Well, the only way that you know what you're getting is to be tested. Oh, sometimes the way a question is asked, you might be surprised at what you think the answer is, but then, hmm, actually. Ah, so it has to be a fun test in well, the it has energy. To, it has to be a test that makes you think. It's mm-hmm. not a rote A equals B equals C and that's it. You memorize. So, any suggestions? Yeah, actually, I found a book. It's a quiz on the Kabbalion. It's like trivia, but better. Ooh. And it's an ebook. Is it on Amazon? It's on Amazon, and you could get it for like practically nothing. I'm going to get it now. I love it. And then, and that's why he's uh, referring to it. If you only go into one part of it, you're in a, uh, a half truth. Because there are two poles of truth, mm. the absolute and the relative. Beware of half-truths. I'm quoting now. When hermeticists, when hermetists uh, know what they know 
as, quote, the law of paradox is an aspect of the principle of polarity. <laughs> and and, what, and what I got is that if you understand that you are in that polarity, and you are, we are by default in that polarity. And you know when? Once, once, because I remember, you know, I don't know if I read this, but I'm like, once it hits polarity, here we are on earth. That's almost like where birth comes. You're in, the minute you become a physical to add to the energetic, even physically, if I'm going to use the word, you know, we can see the, pol the polarity because now we're energetic and we're physical. And if you so, deny the physical, you're, you're living a half-truth. So then the question would be, do you want to live in the principles? Mm -hmm. Or do you want to live utilizing the principles, maybe in the principles or not in the principles? Well, if you don't, rec if you don't recognize that you are a both, both parts, once you get that understanding, well, then using the principles is so much more powerful. If understanding the paradox if you don't understand the paradox and you just think you're solely energetic and everything can solely be done through energy you, you're missing there's a half truth to that I'm not saying you don't use that and that that in itself isn't incredibly powerful but then you add in the other aspect of it and then the principles become so much clearer and so when you explain that, or were you explaining that before as being here and being not here, you're not really talking about the same thing. It's a, it's and, and that's why I laughed, because it, it was kind of humorous what they said in the Kabbalion, because it, it is humorous. It's a, it's a consistent paradox. Exactly. And so it being a consistent paradox means it's also not a paradox. And so what does that do for you? And so, you know, where, where I yeah. like to go sometimes when, mm -hmm. because, you know, I love to have my feet up in the air and you're more grounded. And, and where mm -hmm. I like to go sometimes is to that little analogy I give about playing the piano. And, you know, I took lessons. I play a little piano. And when I play a piece, if I'm, I play a piece and I just fall right into the energy of the music and I am right in the energy of the music and I don't think about it and I'm not looking at what chords I'm playing, what yeah. notes, what's yeah. coming up, what's going on. Yeah. It's amazing what occurs. I just completely become all. But, if, wait, but your but fingers I completely become physical. all. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the physical and the energetic. Right. Completely right. as all. Mm -hmm. Okay? And... If I go, oh, wait a minute, that was a B flat or an F sharp, mm -hmm. or a, and I gr fall, yeah. I start to make mistakes. Right. And I'm actually playing the piano instead of playing the piano. And it playing me and being a mutual, you know, consistency. But the physical is using your fingers to play it. But you and you described two ways of doing it. Well, you're you also using just, your mind. So. so, right. But that's the paradox. That that's using the physical in alignment with the energy is playing the, the second way that focus, you said. But my, if you focus and you're not, that's when you're not accessing the energetic. But my focus was the this analogy relates to what you know I was laughing about what they beautifully stated as the paradox of the paradox, is that when you completely just lose any definition. You're just completely one with all of it going on. But then the minute you start defining, 
oh, you start to make a mistake. You start to lose your place. It doesn't sound oh, like a musical piece. I see. What it's you're not playing that. It's it. it's it becomes that distortion. And so you're using that to as a definition so of life. Well, it's, you, it, to me, you it's think a, if you to, it, no, to me, it's and I'm not giving a patent answer to anything. To me, that was the analogy I go to in what you just read of what made me laugh about the paradox. And it's, it doesn't scare me because you said, oh, you put it down because it's not that it scares you, but you put it down because you can't. I go further. It's like, oh, gosh, we're going flying now. And I go further. And it's a further sensation that there is no definition of the duality and the polarity. There is no definition of that. And it's in the principles of the principles. It, it just becomes very layered. Yet, once again, I'm just saying that in this discussion, the minute... If I go to that in my mind, in my physical, in my presence, then I, I'm back in, you know, the duality and the polarity. Please go to The Kabbalion and You, Part 2, for the continuation of this podcast. Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon authors pages for books and podcasts. Find New Threads music and their latest album on iTunes, Spotify, and newthreads.us.